Welcome to Choice Classic Radio. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and help keep this show alive by donating at choiceclassicradio.com. For more of your favorite old-time radio shows, join us on our companion podcast, Choice Classic Radio Mystery, Suspense, Dramas, and Horrors, where we bring to you the most mysterious tales that the golden age of radio had to offer. And now... With over 200 episodes made, originally airing on NBC Radio Network from 1944 to 1950, we bring to you Boston Blackie. Frank, how are you? Oh, I guess I'm all right, Joe. Well, it's nice of you to come see me. Well, I've meant to drop in on you for some time now, but I've been busy with my apartment building. A lot of repairs to take care of, you know, and I have to do most of the work myself. Yes, repairs are expensive, aren't they? Well, the labor on them is. That's why I have to do most of my own work. <laughs> uh, Joe, I like you, but you aren't very subtle. I know you want my money. You probably need it. Well, one of these days, son, you will have it. <laughs> Maybe sooner than you... Yes, Uncle Frank? What were you saying? Joe, what are you doing with that gun? Pretty obvious, isn't it? Pointing it at you. Joe, put down that gun. Put it down. Oh, no. You said I'd get your money sooner than I thought. But I'm getting it sooner than you thought. Well, you're an idiot, Joe. You know you can't get away with murder. But I know I can, Uncle Frank. I've planned this much too perfectly for it to be anything less than a perfect crime. No one saw me come in, Uncle Frank. No one. And no one will see me leave. Maybe so, but the police will find out you're my only living relative, my sole heir, the only person in the world to benefit by my death. I'm going to tell them that myself as soon as they come to me. You don't dare. If you did, they'd ask you where you were at this time. They'd say, Joe, where were you at 3 o'clock Tuesday afternoon? And you won't be able to answer that without going to the chair. (laughs) You know, you're very funny, Uncle Frank. But I've already taken care of Tuesday. And I'm going to take care of you right now. And now, on to Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friend. Faraday, it's been three days since the murder of Frank Wilson. Three days, three whole days. And what have you done to catch Wilson's killer? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Oh, but... We've done all we can so far, Commissioner Blake. We know who killed Frank Wilson. His nephew, Joe Parker. We're looking for Parker now. And we'll... Yes? Inspector Faraday, we've located Joe Parker. He's at this address. Good work, Rollins. Let me have that. And get me a squad car, quick. Yes, sir. Well, Commissioner Blake, just watch me now. I'm going to grab Parker, prove he killed Wilson, and then sit back and let you congratulate me. Hello, Aunt Margaret. Oh, Blackie, 
Blackie, will you come in? Thanks. Oh, well, nice of you to call, Blackie. I haven't seen you all week. I've been busy, Aunt Margaret. Say, you're looking well. How do you feel? Oh, I'm fine, thanks to those sleeping tablets that Dr. James gave me. Swell. I'm glad to hear it. Say, I've got good news for you. Oh, no. Now, don't tell me you found an apartment for me. <laughs> I have, and in my building, too. Blackie, how wonderful. Well, you'd better see it before you say that. Uh, will you see who's at the door, Blackie? Sure. If it's the newsboy, his money is on the table there by the door. Oh, yes, I see it. Yes, you want to... Faraday! Blackie, what are you doing here? When you think of a better question, I'll think of an answer to it. What's old, Inspector? Old? I'll hold you if you bother me in this case. Step aside, Blackie. Okay, Rollins, bring Parker in. Yes, Blackie, Come on, Parker. What is this? Sure. Stick around, Blackie, and watch me solve a murder case in three seconds. Well, thanks, Faraday, but I won't be able to wait. I only have a couple of hours to spare. Quiet. Uh, lady, I'm Inspector Faraday of the police. You Margaret Cooper? Yes. Good. Miss Cooper, do you know this man? Well, yes, he's Joe Parker. What else do you know about him? Well, he lives in the other half of this house. And uh, he's my landlord. Uh -huh. Well, do you know that on Tuesday of this week, in fact, Tuesday afternoon at three o'clock, he killed a man? No. Yes. But he says he was here in your apartment all day Tuesday, fixing the plumbing in your kitchen. Well, as a matter of fact, he was. I'm quite certain, Inspector Faraday. You see, Tuesday is the day Tilly Blaine comes to clean. And uh, Tilly was here when Mr. Parker was here. He was fixing the plumbing. Well, I guess this is all you want with me, Inspector. You stay right where you are, Parker. Come here, Blackie. I want to talk to you. What happens if I don't want to listen? You'll listen, and you'll like it. Come on over here. Thanks for telling him the truth, Miss Cooper. You certainly said... What do you want, Faraday? Look, Blackie, I know Joe Parker is guilty. Could this Miss Cooper be lying? Oh, no, Faraday. One thing I know Aunt Margaret wouldn't do is lie. And she doesn't scare easily, in case you think Parker may have threatened her. Blackie, believe me, Parker killed Wilson. I know it. And he killed Wilson Tuesday afternoon. That's definite. But you heard what Aunt Margaret said. Yes, I heard what she said. You're a big help. All right, Rollins, we'll have to release Parker. Let's get out of here. Yes, sir. Leaving so soon, Inspector? Yes. Don't you leave town, Parker. Sorry to bother you, Miss Cooper. Oh, that's quite all right. So long, Blackie. Uh, wait a minute, Faraday. I'll go with you. Aunt Margaret, that apartment in Sunset Towers will be ready for you to look at tomorrow. Mary and I'll call for you about two tomorrow afternoon. All right, Blackie. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks, Miss Cooper. I'd be in jail now for murder if you hadn't told the inspector I was here all day Tuesday. I told him that because you were here all day. I wouldn't lie, Mr. Parker. Not even to send you to prison. You see, I hate lying even more than I hate you. House, 19 Orange Street. Want to come in with me, Mary? Well, I think I better, Blackie. Tilly may be a beautiful thing. <laughs> I'm seeing her because she cleans Aunt Margaret's apartment every Tuesday. Happy now? Overjoyed. But I'll go with you just the same. All right. Wait, I'll get out your side. Okay. You know, I certainly wind up in some queer places with you, Blackie. I know how your life can be made normal again. Oh, just a minute. That was a comment, not a complaint, darling. <laughs> I'm staying with you. <laughs> hey, what if Tilly's not home? Then we'll wait here till she is home. Brilliant decision. Masterful. How do you do it? Oh, shucks. I think I'm smart. Things like that all the time. Oh. Yeah? I'd like to speak to Tilly Blaine, please. 
I'm her. May we come in? I don't know. What you want? Well, tell her here, Blackie, and we won't have to go in. The master acknowledges a fellow genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tilly, do you clean house for Margaret Cooper? Uh, sure. Yeah, I clean house for Miss Cooper every Tuesday. Been doing cleaning for Miss Cooper every Tuesday for years. What did you clean house for last Tuesday? Well, sure, lady. I cleaned house for Miss Cooper all day last Tuesday, like always. Uh, well, tell me, was anyone else in Miss Cooper's apartment while you were there? Sure. That, uh, Mr. Parker was there. A fellow owns the building. He held me up with all the mess he made, fixing the pipes in the kitchen. I see. And how long was Parker there? I don't know. He was there when I came to start cleaning. That was 9 o'clock on Tuesday morning. He was there when I left with my cleaning done. That was after 5 o'clock. Tuesday afternoon, I see. Oh, well. Too bad, Blackie. Too bad. Too, too bad. Unless there were two Tuesdays this week. Of you to drop in on me, baby. Swell surprise. Glad to see me. Oh, I'll show you how glad. <laughs> oh, Joe, don't squeeze me so hard. Ah, I'm sorry, baby. I, it's just that I feel good tonight, I guess. Mm, you certainly do. What are you so pepped up about? I got a right to be, baby. I'm driving them crazy. Driving who crazy? The cops. <laughs> they know I killed Uncle Frank, and on Tuesday, too. But they can't prove it. Why not, Joe? Honey, that's one thing I won't even tell you. How would you like the name Diana Larson on an apartment door at the Sunset Towers? Are you kidding? Can you get me an apartment at the Towers? The way I'm going, honey, there isn't anything I can't get you. You go on down there, baby. You'll get that apartment if you ask for it nice. Oh, I'll ask for it nice, all right. But what's that grin on your face for? Grin? Hmm. It's kind of a sample. You see, you getting that apartment is going to be a laugh on Boston Blackie. Miss Cooper, this is Tom Bradley, the superintendent of Sunset Towers. Tom, Miss Cooper. How do you, How do, you do, do, Mr. Bradley? And Tom, you know Miss Wesley, of course. Sure, sure. How are you, Miss Wesley? I'm fine, Mr. Bradley. Tom, Miss Cooper's here to see about that apartment you said would be available today. I'm afraid I got bad news for you, Blackie. It's already rented. Oh, what? Oh, look, Tom, you told me you were saving that apartment for me. You promised you would. No, I didn't now, Blackie. If you'll think back, you'll remember I told you I wouldn't tell anybody about it till after you'd had a chance to take it. Well, then why is it already rented? Somebody came in yesterday afternoon and asked to see it, so I had to show it. And you didn't tell anybody about it, Mr. Bradley? No, Miss Wesley, not a soul. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, I've got an idea who rented that apartment ahead of us. Who, Blackie? Joe Parker. He heard me tell you about it yesterday. Uh, Tom, was the apartment here rented by a tall, dark fellow uh, wearing glasses? No, Blackie. It was rented by a small, blonde girl wearing a smile. She said her name was Diana Black. But I've seen her picture in the paper as Diana Larson. Diana Larson. Blackie, she's singing on the stage at the Garden Theater. At the Garden, huh? Swell. Let's go down to the Garden and see if we can dig up a clue. Diana Larson's dressing room. Right over there, mister. And if you want to see her, you'll have to hurry. She goes on stage in a minute. Thanks. Come on, Mary. Oh, no, I think I'll just wander on backstage, Blackie. You see how considerate I'm getting? Yes, and don't think I'm not surprised. (laughs) You're going to leave me alone with a lovely lady? Oh, but the doorman said that she goes on in a minute. 
Okay, darling, I'll see you when you get out. <laughs> okay. Hello. Diana Lawson? Yes. May I come in? Why, yes, but I go on the stage in a moment. I'll keep you only a moment. All right. Am I supposed to know who you are? I doubt it. I'm Boston Blackie. Boston Blackie. My. Are you sure you're looking for me? Yes. You rented an apartment at 51 Sunset Parkway yesterday. I'd like to find out how you happen to know that apartment was vacant. I don't think that's any of your business. That shows how wrong you are. Uh, the picture of that fellow in glasses, Miss Lawson, the picture on your dressing table. That your boyfriend? Maybe yes, maybe no. Want me to take my choice, huh? Well, let's see what he's written on it. It's a baby. Who do you love? So? So Joe Parker asked you a question, but he gave me the answer. The answer to how you got that tower's apartment. And now, back to Boston Blackie. Police are sure Joe Parker killed his uncle Frank Wilson on a Tuesday afternoon. But the police can't arrest Joe... Because Margaret Cooper, a respected citizen and aunt of Boston Blackie, insists that he was in her apartment all day the day of the murder. A cleaning woman, Tilly Blaine, also strengthens Parker's alibi. The next day, unable to make any headway with the case, Blackie and Mary take Miss Cooper to the superintendent of Blackie's building to see an apartment that is vacant. But they learn the apartment is already rented to a Miss Diana Larson, girlfriend of Joe Parker. As we return to our story, Inspector Faraday is in his office. Rollins! Hey, Rollins! Yes, Inspector. Any word from the lab on those Wilson case reports? Nothing yet, Inspector, but they'll be through soon. Well, hurry them up. We've got to get some proof against that guy Parker Step before commission. Rollins, let genius enter the realm of the uninformed. Blackie, you stay out of my office. I've got an unsolved murder on my hands. Now, scram, Blackie, before I take it out on you. Faraday, why don't you be smart about it and let me beat this case for you? You couldn't beat a drum for me. Now, listen, Blackie, I've had just about enough of you. Well, you don't want much, do you? I haven't come anywhere near giving my all. Well, whatever it is, it's all I can take. Rollins, what are you standing there for? I told you to get out of here. Me, Inspector? You, Rollins. Somebody better get out of here. Yes, sir. Faraday, I've got an announcement to make. You're about to go to work for me. Me work for you? That'll be the day. Okay, then it's the day. Listen, I just got this wire from someone in Kansas City who knows who killed Wilson. It says... If you'll meet me in the Scranton Hotel here Saturday night, I'll tell you who killed Frank Wilson. Hey, let me look at that wire. Who signed it? It's unsigned, Faraday. Even you can tell that. Look, give me a letter of introduction to the chief of police in Kansas City saying I am okay, will you? I need his help. You think I'm crazy? Leading question, Faraday. Try it sometime when I'm not asking you for a favor. Nothing doing. If you go to Kansas City, you go on your own. And if you ask me... You're going out there on a wild goose chase. Maybe so, but so far in this case, you've wound up with a big goose egg. Dr. James, I thought you'd never get here. Oh, I came as soon as I could, Mr. Parker. I'm awfully busy on Monday. Uh, what's the matter with Miss Cooper? She won't wake up. I was worried when I couldn't reach her on the phone, so I came down to her apartment here. 
She must have taken too many sleeping tablets, Doctor. She's been sleeping since Saturday night, and here it is Monday. Mm. Let's have a look at her. I warned her against taking too many sleeping tablets. I'd better try to wake her up. Miss Cooper. Doctor, do you think she... She's sleeping rather deeply, isn't she? Yes, but her breathing is normal enough. Miss Cooper. I tried shaking her a little while ago. It didn't do any good. You must have done some good. She seems to be coming out of it. Miss Cooper. I... Miss Cooper, wake up. Oh, oh my. Who is... Oh, Dr. James, what are you doing here? What's the matter? Well, you've been asleep, Miss Cooper, for a long time. It's Monday morning. What? Monday? But at last I knew it was Saturday night. Oh, what's he doing here? Parker, he called me when he couldn't get you on the telephone and then couldn't wake you when he investigated. Oh, well, I'm uh, awfully sorry I alarmed you, Doctor. Uh, and you too, Mr. Parker. That's okay. I'm glad you're all right. I'll be going, Miss Cooper. Say, Sunday is a day of rest, but you certainly overdid it. Oh. <laughs> Come in. Hello, Aunt Margaret. Oh, good afternoon, Blackie. Hello, Mary. How are you, Aunt Margaret? Oh, I'm fine. I hope you didn't try to get me on the phone yesterday, though, Blackie. I... I slept all day long. You did? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, I wasn't even in town yesterday. I flew to Kansas City the night before to see a little man who wasn't there. I don't understand. Blackie got a telegram saying a man would meet him in Kansas City and tell him who killed Mr. Wilson. But the man didn't show up. Well, why not? Obviously, somebody was trying to get me out of town over Sunday and did a good job of it, too. Say, do you mind if I turn on your radio? I want to hear the news. Oh, I'm sorry, Blackie. My radio doesn't work. It hasn't worked since last Monday. What's the matter with it? I don't know. Oh, let me take a look at it. What do you know about fixing radios? <laughs> Nothing. I didn't ask to fix it. I just asked to look at it. Okay. Sometimes if you shake these things, they... Say, there's something certainly loose inside it. Better see what. Hey, one of these tubes is out of the socket. No wonder this radio doesn't work. A tube is out? Well, I don't see how that could have happened. I don't either. The way those things are put in, it couldn't have fallen out. Ah, there, I put it back in place. Let's see if your radio works now. Well, it lights up. Oh, it did that before. It just wouldn't play. Ah, well, I have a hunch it's going to play now. Mark, Homie, and me. And Baby makes three. Ooh. Hey! Hey, there's music on the radio. It works. Well, yes, it does. Genius. Aunt Margaret, I think somebody tampered with your radio so it wouldn't work after Monday night. Look, Aunt Margaret, this is just a shot in the jar. But the police are convinced Joe killed his uncle, Frank, last Tuesday afternoon, and I'm convinced of it, too. Are you sure he was here last Tuesday? Yes, Blackie, all day long. I, I know it was Tuesday. Tilly was here to clean, and Tilly comes here every Tuesday. But you didn't listen to the radio Tuesday, did you? Well, I I tried to, but I couldn't. The radio wouldn't work. No, because somebody didn't want it to work. And that somebody is Joe Parker. You're sure it was Tuesday that Joe Parker and Tilly Blaine were here? What are you driving at, Blackie? But of course it was Tuesday. I, I wouldn't have told the police it was Tuesday if it hadn't been Tuesday. I'm sure it was Tuesday. I always get milk on Tuesdays. 
the milk was on the doorstep, as it always is Tuesday mornings. And the Tuesday paper. Well, that doesn't mean much. Somebody could have put the milk in the paper there any day. Aunt Margaret, something tells me Joe Parker and Tilly Blaine weren't here Tuesday at all. Now, what do you remember about the other days last week? Well, not too much, Blackie. Every day is pretty much the same to an old woman. Uh, all I remember is that uh, Tilly was here on Tuesday. The police were here a few days later. And then uh, when I went to sleep Saturday night, it was raining. And Margaret... Did you say it was raining when you went to sleep Saturday night? Yes. That's impossible. What do you mean, Mary? Well, you wouldn't know this, Blackie, because you were out of town. But it didn't rain Saturday night. It rained Sunday night. It didn't rain Saturday no. night? No. Oh, but it did. I remember when I went to bed, it was raining. Well, Aunt Margaret, if it was raining when you went to bed, then you went to bed Sunday night, not Saturday. Oh, but that's impossible. I, I slept all day Sunday. Wait a minute. This is on the way to explaining everything. Aunt Margaret, how do you know you slept all day Sunday? Because Dr. James was here to wake me up. Mr. Parker was alarmed when I slept so long and called the doctor. Uh-huh. So nobody but Parker really knows how long you slept. And, Margaret, you didn't sleep over Sunday. You went to bed Sunday night thinking it was Saturday. But no, Blackie. No. Why would I think it was Saturday night when it was really Sunday? Because Parker arranged it that way. You slept a whole day, but it wasn't Sunday. I'm betting that Tilly Blaine was here not on Tuesday, but on Wednesday. And Joe Parker was here fixing the plumbing not on Tuesday, the day of the murder, but Wednesday. No, Blackie. Yes, Aunt Margaret. You slept all day Tuesday. Joe Parker probably fixed it, so you took an overdose of sleeping tablets Monday night to see to it that you did sleep through Tuesday. Well, but why would he do that? Why? Because he planned his murder of Frank Wilson for Tuesday, and he also planned on using you as an alibi. Who told you what day it was when you woke up on what was really Wednesday morning? Well, no one. I, I, I just thought it was Tuesday because Tilly was here when I woke up. The Tuesday newspaper was outside and the mill. Oh, it would be simple to arrange that. And Parker was here too? Yes, he woke me up pounding on the pipes he was fixing in the kitchen. Thanks, Aunt Margaret. Don't tell Parker what we've been talking about just now. Go on, Mary. All right. We're going to see Tilly Blaine. I'm going to make that scrub woman help to clean up this case. You didn't go to Miss Cooper's apartment Tuesday, did you, Tilly? I told you I did. I always go to her apartment on Tuesday. But last week you went on Wednesday, didn't you? No, I went on Tuesday, I said. Joe Parker told me it was Wednesday and that he paid you to say it was Tuesday. He did? Yes, and I guess there's nothing I can do for you if you insist upon lying. I'm going to have to turn you over to the police. The police? What for? The implication in the murder of Frank Wilson. You're helping alibi Joe Parker, who killed him. And you'll be tried for murder, too, of course. Murder? Yes, Tilly. Murder. Well, now, wait a minute. I don't want no part of murdering anybody. I didn't murder anyone. Well, I cleaned for Miss Cooper on Wednesday. Mr. Parker told me to. And he paid me to tell anybody who asked that it cleaned on Tuesday. Oh, Blackie, that proves your theory. Yes, and it proves Joe Parker murdered Wilson, too. And on Tuesday, just as the police say he did. Tilly, will you tell the police what you just told me? Well, if I have to. But I don't want any truck with the police. Don't worry, Tilly. 
You'll go free after you've had your truck with the police, and the police will send their wagon for Joe Parker. All right, Parker. We know the whole story, so start talking. Tilly told us most of what we wanted to know. Yes, Parker, and my, how she can talk. We know you were free to kill your uncle on Tuesday because it was Wednesday, not Tuesday, that you and Tilly spent in Miss Cooper's apartment. Yeah? Yeah. You gave her an overdose of sleeping tablets on Monday. Woke her up Wednesday morning, but told her it was Tuesday. You had Tuesday's bottle of milk to prove it, Tuesday's papers to prove it, Tilly Blaine to prove it, and you fixed the radio to keep your plan from going wrong. You made only one mistake, Parker. You forgot to consult the weatherman. Did I? Yeah. And let me have the pleasure of telling him about that, Blackie. Sure, sure. Go ahead. Okay, Parker. You try to fix it so Miss Cooper would be straight on her days again. She went to sleep on what she thought was Saturday night, only it was Sunday night. When you woke her up, you told her she'd slept all day Sunday, and now it was Monday. That set her straight on the days, all right. A little rain threw the whole thing out. But it was very cute. I thought so. And it almost worked, didn't it? I sure had you guys running around in circles when I mixed up Aunt Margaret's days, didn't I? Yes, you sure did, Parker. And maybe Aunt Margaret's days were mixed up, too. But your days are numbered.
That concludes today's episode. We'd like to thank you and remind you to donate at choiceclassicradio.com. Remember, your donations make episodes like this possible.